Hello and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review. Thanks again, as always, for downloading and for leaving solid comments and the emails, uh, just saying positive things and giving me some ideas for questions and all the rest of it. It's a big motivation and I really appreciate it. This episode is to talk about Joe Rogan's conversation with Anthony Jeselnik, podcast 1286. I'm really pumped for this one. I have been. It you know, I was looking forward to it. He's one of the best comedians out there, I think. Um, if you've never seen any of Anthony Jeselnik's stand-up, you've got to watch it. He has two Netflix specials now. Um, the first one is called Thoughts and Prayers, and I really think it is one of the most polished stand-up specials ever. He has a very unique way of doing comedy, a lot of one-liners, very, very difficult stuff. And the way that he put that um, special together is just absolutely superb i mean it is it's almost like flawless um you know i'm on his coattails a bit because i'm a big fan but it really is very special and very clever and different you know it's very different um and his new one is also brilliant um similar style it's like definitely anthony's style but you can see he's grown and developed just he, he's like kind of slowed his pace down almost, and it's absolutely fantastic. And a really good conversation with Joe, so let's get this started. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Review, where each week I review every single episode of the Joe Rogan Experience. What more do you want? Anthony Jeselnik is rocking a beard now. He's changed the style a little bit. He says it's like sunglasses for the face. Uh, maybe it's because he's getting more well-known and wants to be a little bit more incognito when he's kind of around town. Maybe more people are identifying him so he can just kind of hide away a little bit. I mean, I'm sure that happens when guys get more famous and more recognition. And, uh, you know, Anthony's been on TV. He was like a roast writer. Um, he has, he was on the Donald Trump roast. And if you haven't seen the highlights from that, you've got to check it out. Some of the shit that he said is absolutely brilliant. And when you think about, of course, now Donald Trump is the president to think about someone saying this about the president right to his face. It's, it's truly brilliant. And, you know, it got a laugh. It wasn't like, oh, I've just insulted you. It was just like clever, clever jokes that really hit home i mean he's so freaking good at doing it absolutely brilliant he was talking to joe about you know they talk about the process of stand-up and joe always wants to kind of dig into other comedians processes and they all seem slightly different uh on like what he calls a three-year rotation so he's like three years between comedy specials i guess joe does two years and uh, they talked a little bit about like Carlin and some other comedians doing it every year. But from what they're saying, to get a whole hour polished in that time, a little difficult. Um, so spreading it out really makes it, um, you know, that much better. And with Anthony's style, I'm sure he has to do three years because those kind of like one-liner style jokes are so complicated to write. Very few people in comedy have ever really done the one-liner stuff like uh Stephen Wright did that he's very good and then uh Mitch Hepberg obviously a lot of people have heard about him absolutely fantastic one-liner comedian but you know once you've done those people have heard them they know the one-liner they get famous and it's like you know you just can't 
do it again often and coming up with whole new sets of them. What's cool about the way Anthony does his jokes, though, is he kind of has, it's almost like he has a format to it, which is really cool because it allows him to, uh, you know, I would assume in some ways he's never going to run out of material because he can just apply that kind of format to, and by no means am I saying it's easy, but he's developed that system. You know, you see a lot of similarities with each style of joke, and he always takes you in a different direction, uh, which is really fun. I mean, it's the kind of thing where you're just laughing constantly at it. And he has this very slow, chilled pace uh, where it definitely seems like for no point in it does it seem like he's pandering to the audience at all. Like he's always making references to how good his joke was and how brilliant this next joke is going to be. And that that's ballsy as hell to like be able to throw that out. And I really like that about about his style. I'm always uh, pumped uh, whenever he's at the comedy store. I love to go up, watch him. And then uh, anytime a new special comes out, he's a super chill guy. You, you hear it when he's talking to Joe like he's he's um, he loves his craft. He loves comedy. He really doesn't want... He used to write, I guess, for Jimmy Fallon, and he's wrote for other people. And he didn't like it because he talks about writing for somebody else's voice. You know, he doesn't want to do that. He he preferred just to write for himself. And, and I guess Fallon didn't want to use a lot of his jokes because Anthony's style is so controversial. Like, he says really pretty fucked up stuff. Um, but that's that's how it goes. And in today's age... With like how sensitive everybody is about comedy and what they're listening to. I think it's super important to have guys like this. This kind of like, I don't give a fuck. This is probably going to be insulting. Sit there, listen to it. And uh, and like I say, I really encourage you guys, if you're fans of comedy, you've got to check this dude out. He has uh, quite a lot of material you can listen to as well, which is excellent. He's up at the comedy store a lot. Uh, when he's working on things, he goes to different places. I don't think he's there quite as often as Joe is. Like, Joe is, like, stationed there in a lot of ways. You know, on any given week, chances are you could go up and see Joe, Chris D'Elia, um, uh, Tom Segura is, is there almost all the time. Bill Burr, you know, pops in quite a lot. Um, but then Anthony seems to do, like, big chunks over there. So if you're in the L.A. area and you want to see him, just check out the Comedy Store website and... and you know, chances are he'll be on there within the month. And and I think they do put out the calendar for the whole month, so you, you can catch him there if you want. Um, one part of their conversation that I kind of always enjoy listening to is the period of time when Joe wasn't at the comedy store and the reasons for it. And it was the whole Mencia thing, obviously. If you listen to Joe's podcast, you know it. He was kind of like asked not to come back or he was bumped for the night or something and joe just said you know what fuck this i don't want to be treated like this which is reasonable and he started going to other places and for a long time he was uh just going to the ice house and and i think the hollywood improv maybe he said that he didn't doesn't go to the laugh factory too much mainly because they film your stuff as a comedian they kind of put it online and when you're working on bits you don't want them to be released so uh, he wasn't too cool with that. Though he still says it's a good club, and it is. They they have some great acts there, and it's it's a solid club. But a- as a comedian working on bits, I'm sure it does get annoying because, you know, I don't know if they really even got permission for that uh, or whether they even still do kind of film it. But, you know, eventually I, the management of the comedy store switched over, 
some guy left. I can't remember who they said it was um, who left. Another dude took over, and that's when everyone started to go back. And it started to chill, and now Joey's been back there a while. Anthony's back there. They've kind of changed the format there. There's like a, a comedy bar in the back that's just for the comedians, like a secret bar. And, uh, and you know, I've been at the comedy store plenty of times. Like, I, you know, I don't really know where that bar section is. It's like definitely away from all the rest of the spots you can get to. And I and that's really cool for those guys because it allows them time just to chill and, and kind of get a bit of privacy. Not many of the other clubs have that, you know. Um, if you go to many other clubs, even the bigger ones, for comedy, it's like where the bar is is where everybody is. So they're not getting a lot of privacy just to sit and chill and, like, have their own space. And that's got to make for better comedy, I think, because you get that community. You get to sit with all the other great comics and kind of shoot the shit and then follow each other. And, you know, it's not unusual that when I go up there, I'll go up there specifically for a, a a particular comedian, right? Maybe like Kyle Donegan, who does the awesome Instagram, or maybe I just go up to see Anthony Jeselnik that night, but Joe is also on. And I always like to see Rogan uh, do comedy, obviously. I'm a fan. I do this fucking podcast. But it's like I didn't go up there for that reason, right? So as famous as Joe gets, he's also getting crowds that have often come for other comedians, so he has to win them over, which really allows him to kind of like hone his art, you know. And I think that goes the same for Jezelnik or any of these guys. And they're finding that value is like so huge because where else have they had this opportunity to work out like this? Like Jezelnik even talks about it. He goes, look, when I do a show just for me and it's my show and I'm hosting it, other comedians are there, but mostly everyone has come to watch me. So they know my style. They're already sold. It's like an easier crowd to sell to. Whereas at the comedy store, you know, he might get a night where people are just not quite feeling his style and he has to work for it. And that really makes him sharp, stay sharp. And uh, it doesn't make it easy for those guys. So I really respect the fact that they that they put that effort in and they put themselves out there like that. And it's cool when you hear both of them talking about it. Like, these are two guys that are really fucking good at their craft, and I love stand-up comedy, so to get a bit of that insight is is uh, always fantastic. Um, coming up, Joe has some amazing guests. Uh, we got Eddie, Eddie Izzard coming up soon. I cannot wait for that one. I've been a big fan of his forever, so look out for that. He's another fantastic comedian, and I'm just really loving the caliber of guests that he's able to get since his show's got so much bigger obviously it's given him access to just really almost whoever he wants to get on the show and it's really fucking cool to get to hear like these certain individuals point of views on everything so yeah looking forward to it stay tuned again guys thanks for downloading i really appreciate it have a great day